Good morning and welcome to The Drive, guys. It is Tuesday, uh, November 16th, uh, halfway through the month, and a month and a half until the new year. And that is mind-blowing to those of us who are older and who realize how time flies. Remember when you were young, you didn't even think about time. You didn't care about time. You just lived, you know? You weren't bound. Well, you were kind of bound by time going to school and different appointments and practices and things like that but it wasn't just on your mind it didn't blow you away you're just like whatever (laughs) you just lived Uh, but the older you get the more you realize wow time is a commodity that you can't add to it's just we all have the same amount of hours in a day days in a week weeks in a month months in a year it's crazy though how it just it's a vapor right life is a vapor that's what the word of god says but as we, uh, I didn't record one yesterday on Monday, but I did on Saturday, so a little bit wacky, but we're on number 11, episode 11 of uh, season 33, and we're looking into excerpts in Romans, which is probably the most dense doctrinal book, theological book in the New Testament in regards to... Uh, salvation and sin and these major key tenets and topics of the faith Uh, it's really deep but we are taking the really deep word and we are looking at it from a practical applicable standpoint Uh, because everything that you read in the word is relevant it can actually speak to your heart and lead you on a day-to-day basis today in the 21st century and uh so as we've been going, it's the hardest part of this is to uh, pick a verse or a couple verses to talk about uh, because Romans is one of those um, I, I, it's one of those books where you want to highlight every verse, um, and pretty soon every verse is highlighted. So why did we even highlight anything? Right? It all looks the same. <laughs> But let me just read you the verse that I was looking at this morning in uh, Romans chapter 8. Uh, last time we looked at Romans 8.1, no condemnation in Christ. And today Romans 8.6, which says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You know, the Apostle Paul loves contrasts. He does. He's, he loves contrasts. He loves long sentences. He loves to fit a bunch of doctrinal, deep spiritual truths into a few verses. So, so it, it's hard to teach through. But this, this verse is a contrast between uh, carnality and spirituality. Carnality and spirituality. What is carnality? Carnal. To be carnal means to be like in the flesh, to be worldly, to be thinking and focusing on sin and the things that the world has to offer rather than being focused on what God has to offer and what Christ did for us on the cross. Carnality means you're focusing inward rather than upward, outward rather than upward. You're not putting God first, but you're putting yourself first. You're putting the things of the world, the things that you can get out of stuff first. Get out of people. Like, carnality is adhering to 
the world system which is corrupt and godless. And so it's kind of like, okay, so carnality brings death, but I have a job. Like, am I, am I supposed to be filled with the Holy Spirit as I'm working on a spreadsheet or as I'm in a meeting talking about business or as I'm making a presentation to the boss about uh, innovation that I had? What am I supposed to, am I carnal then? No, you're not carnal. You're doing your job. You're working to provide for your family. But even during those times, I believe it's a good time to depend on the Lord, to be led by His Spirit, to be like, Lord, I'm doing this presentation. I'm doing these spreadsheets. Some of the stuff might be monotonous. You know, this is stuff, you know, these are actions that I take to provide for my family. But Lord, help me still even as I'm doing these things to be mindful, Lord, of you, to, to be dependent upon you. So this carnality doesn't mean, oh, yeah, you're just doing, you know, taking actions and living in the world. Like, we all have to do that, right? It's a pagan world. The God of this world is the enemy of Satan, right? And he's trying to lure you away from the things of God, the spiritual things. And he wants you to be carnal. He wants you to feed your flesh. He wants you to go off of feeling rather than being led by faith. And to, in a large extent, to a large part in this world, he's, he's winning. People are giving in, especially in 2020. Many people left the faith. They left church and they haven't been back. They traded the spiritual for the carnal. And they're out of the fold. They're astray. They're backslidden. And it's a sad story, right? Yes, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We go to work. We shop. We get food. We, do you know what I'm saying? We get gas for our cars. Like, we do all of these things. Like, you can't ignore the world. We're in the world. But what we can do is be spiritually minded. What does that mean? Well, to be spiritually minded, it means to be in tune and focused upon the things that are unseen because the spiritual things that are unseen, the whole spiritual realm affects everything that is seen. It affects your attitude, your interactions, your heart, your life. It affects people around you. And so those things that are unseen, the spiritual realm, the things of God, as we focus on and set our mind upon the things above and not on things of the earth, we will be the most effective on this earth. And we will have the right heart and the right attitude, the right perspective, the right mentality. So when we go into that business meeting, we'll have a heart of joy. So when we talk to our associates or employees, you know, we'll... They'll, they'll be like an air of fulfillment. You know, they'll see you and be like, man, you're different. <laughs> like in a good way. Like why? You're just joyful. You're, you seem like you're carefree. You seem like you're doing what you want to do rather than being bound. It's like, well, praise the Lord. <laughs> That's God. That's the Lord working, moving in my life. So just be spiritually minded. It leads to life and peace. I love that. I love what Paul writes there. It leads to life. Well, eternal life. It leads to abundant life. It leads to a life well spent, well lived. A race well ran. And it leads to peace. How many of you know, like when you're starting the flesh and the 
carnality in the in the day, right? You started out just not seeking the things of the Lord, not thinking about Him, not whatever. Just thinking about all the stuff you have to do, thinking about different tasks, thinking about everything other than God. Then, where's the peace? Well, it's you don't have it, right? Instead of peace, all you focus on and think about are the problems, right? But when you're spiritually minded, when you're thinking on the things above, even as we're living in this world, going about our day, well, guess what? You're actually going to have peace in your heart, in your life, throughout your day, at your job, at home, with your family. You will have true and real inner peace. And that's the result of being spiritually minded. So what are you thinking about today? What are you going to let consume you? The things of the world or the things of God? I suggest to you, and please consider, to focus on the things above. Even as you're going about your day, walking forward, living your life in the middle of God's mission, fulfilling your calling, even as you're doing all that, focus on the Lord. Be spiritually minded. And then you'll have an air of joy, of hope. You'll want to help. You won't see life and situations and people as annoyances. You'll see them as opportunities to shine your light, right? To share the truth, to reflect Christ. What a privilege we have. Man, so this is just one verse. I just love Romans 8, 6. It's a beautiful verse, a great contrast. Let's not be carnal-minded. Let's be spiritual and spiritually minded. The result, life and peace. Amazing. Well, God bless you guys. Hope you have an amazing rest of your Tuesday. Talk to you tomorrow.